Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Skull Sessions Review Room and I'm delighted to bring back Rich Bewley, Rich Murphy and Tim Pienenberg. Lads, thanks again for coming on the show. Before we kick off, a big shout out to our sponsors, Rising Suns Brewery, based here right in Cork. If you're ever around, lads, pop in for a, some craft beer. It's absolutely stunning stuff. Right, no messing around, guys. We're going to kick off here. Uh, six reviews this month. We've upped the ante. And first choice, obviously, I'm going to take credit for the first choice. It's mine, and it's a band called Green Long. The track is Mountain Throne, and it comes from the album The Heathen Land, which is due for release in November of this year. The Hill from London. I will say no more away. We'll just play the track and see what you think, that's. Last there you go, track number one, that is Green Lung, and the track is Mountain Throne from the album The Heathen Land, releases in November. Rich, and we'll go with you first, what do you think? I really like this track, yeah. um, sort of uh, the sort of stoner, doom type music, monolord, space slug, uh -huh. um, it, it's it's right up my street, I love it, I think it's very catchy. Um, I have heard their other stuff before. Uh, it's uh -huh. about the third album, isn't it? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they have a demo, an EP, and no, and an album. So this is their second full album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoy them. I think they're really catchy. Hmm. Um, it sounds slightly different than the the first earlier stuff I've heard. There's definitely hmm. a progression there. It's not just repeating over over again. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I really enjoy them. So I'm gonna echo everything you said there. It's really like. I love that psychedelic groove that's in it, that sort of galloping rhythm, you know, and, and that I just fucking love that 70s keyboard song that yeah. creeps in and out of this music. <laughs> it's got a bit of no album about it. If you go right yeah. the way back to the beginning, it's got that sort of early 80s vibe to it. It's, it has. Uh, it's, you know, I just love sort of hearing little little nuances of stuff like that, you know, really gives it a bit of, bit of character. It gives this track a bit of character, you know. First hearing it, I was thinking... I get I'm a Baroness fan, so I was hearing sort of lead guitars that were similar to Baroness. Yeah. And the rhythm guitars, right? I thought were very, very early made. Like, did you get that at all? 
that's where I got the sort of Nwabam stuff from. It's that early yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That Baroness, it's Elder, it's all that sort of stuff yeah. thrown together in a mixing pot, and you can see all their influences coming uh-huh. in. And he, even Devorkas, I mean, his vocals are almost Bruce Dickinson like. He's so keen and he reaches some great notes. Like he's, he's an incredible vocalist. Yeah, no, no, it was a, a really good track. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It went on repeat a few times. That's the biggest praise I can give it. Mine's the same. No, it was in the car because it's such a short track and I have a short commute. This was an easy one for me. Do you know, play with the windows down and, you know, well, you know, windows down in Ireland, like for fuck's sake, come on. I need, <laughs> I need a duffel coat on me while I'm driving. Hopeful is right, yeah. So, yeah, Tim, anything just to add to that? That's that right. made me think a, a little bit of uh, Audrey Horn mm. from uh, Norway. Okay. A little bit the same uh, catchiness and the, the, the vocals. So that was uh, a bit, uh, reminded me of uh, Audrey Horn. Nice angle come from, yeah, a bit different. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, all, all in all, so that's a great track. Yeah. Looking forward to the album. Love their vibe, love their sound. And it's a fucking thumbs up here and there. I'd say that's all around. We saw a few t-shirts at Art Tangent, didn't we, Rich? I think Green Lung. Which I mean, they weren't a band that I was familiar with um, prior to seeing the t-shirts. We had a quick conversation, and uh, Rich filled me in because um, not not one I was familiar with, to be honest with you. But I definitely get the Iron Maiden thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's always a good thing. Always. Surely, be to God, be the Maiden influence is a good thing. Right, as we move swiftly along to the second track, and our second track comes from a band, Yumura. They hail from Switzerland. These guys were in touch with me a couple of weeks ago and um, listened to their track. Uh, it's incredible. The track is called Kong, comes from the album Splitter. Um, let's play a bit of it and see what you think, lads.
So there you have it, guys. That's Yumura. Track is called Kong from the album Spitter the Hill from Switzerland. And I think on the band camp page, they stated they have heavy riffs and rhythms meet cathartic melodies, instrumental rock that roars and rumbles but never destroys. I think that just about sums these guys up. Tim, let's go to first. What did you think of that track? Yeah, the, the description is, is fitting, I think. And mm. to me, um, I like my music that destroys. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I like the build up and then there's a the climax. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really especially liked in this song is the, the drums. I think they really push the sound mm. front. Mm-hmm. A, bit, a bit like uh, when you see Russian circles live, you know, the, the drummer really pushes the sound. Yeah. Uh, I think it carries the sound, and uh, I had the same vibe with the, with this song, and uh, what's was especially what I really like in this this song, and uh, overall a great song. Yeah, that. you picked up the drums, like what I picked up was the guitars, and which is which is mad, isn't it? Yeah, I cool. just think the patient, patient, slow build, and that lush wall of guitars when they hit you, like it's just a beautiful thing. Um, I think the guitar tone itself, just great heft behind it, but very clear, very crisp. Um, which is what I like in my post-metal and my post-rock. I know there's a time for fuzzy, distorted guitars, but these guys really hit the nail on the head here with their sound. A bit melancholic, which is always a good thing when you talk about post-rock and post-metal. Yep. Yeah, it's a big thumbs up for me anyway. What do you think, Rich B? Yeah, um, more of this, please, basically. Um, mm. I did notice it had been released, I think, November last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it certainly passed me by at the time, so I'm, I'm glad that they... Um, you know, they asked for inclusion and, and mm. we're pleased to include them because it's quality. Um, exactly. It's a beautiful opening. Um, that guitar line is absolutely the sort that has me all misty-eyed and wistful from the first moment, you know. And mm. It's quite gothic in its um, in its intro. Mm. It, and when it kicks in, it's perhaps a bit more sludgy uh, and claustrophobic than the intro would have given a clue to. I was mm-hmm. expecting it to be a bit more open, Okay. And a bit more epic, and it was a bit more, uh, yeah, sludgy, chuggy. I don't know what the word is to describe it, because um, there's some pretty upfront riff in there. There um, is, there and is. I agree with Tim that you know the the, the percussions pretty upfront as well. It's a, it's a fairly up tempo rhythm for well, whether it's post rock, post metal, it doesn't really mm. matter. Um, probably want to hear the rest of the album to see how this kind of yeah. fits in with the rest of their sound, um, but. Certainly a promising introduction to a band I didn't know previously. Um, like this, this is their first release, as far as I know. Is it? Rich. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. Continues our fixation on the review room with Swiss post-rock bands as well, because I think we've uh, we've featured three or four already. I think we're on number four already. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. Yeah, right, so maybe maybe five, actually, on three, three mm. shows. Yeah. Yeah, um, so all thumbs up from me, most definitely. Absolutely. Myself as well included. Tim, yeah, you're on board. Yeah, we can't wait to hear more from you, lads. You and we were welcome, more than welcome on the show anytime. Uh, that track is Kong, Adam Spitter. Hit your Bandcamp page, guys, and uh, give me a bit of support. Right. Third track to bring up. Um, I suppose I'll let Rich Bewley introduce this one. Uh, it's one of your choices, isn't it? If you say so, yeah. It is it my is. room? <laughs> it is indeed. Sorry, I should. Yeah, <laughs> I should have half introduced it, maybe. No, that's fine. So these guys, Myru, M-A-I-R. You, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I've never heard it out loud until now, so we'll go with that. Four piece from Liverpool, uh, specialising in what I would call pretty doomy post metal. Um, 
I came across them for the first time, I think, four years ago when they released their WEP, which was called The Sacred Dissonance. Uh, debut album, Soul Cultus, which means praise the sun, don't you know? Came out on July the 28th. Uh, Trepanation Recordings. I couldn't tell you who else is on there, but I know the label. Great label, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is track two, which is called Perihelion, which being not a walking encyclopedia, I had to look up. And apparently, it's the point in the orbit of a planet or space object at which it is closest to the sun. Correct. You, you, didn't, know, you case, didn't know that. Just in case. you know. <laughs> I, I, I hear Rich say correct as if he knew before. <laughs> well, I am halfway through astrology, astronomy degree, astrology. <laughs> oh, in, in your spare it. time, this My is. My spare is time. <laughs> <laughs> in between your 90 hour working week you're doing an astrology degree why am i not surprised yeah so uh so that definition is correct is it oh good so this is this is absolutely uh one of the best tracks i've heard um in this genre for some time so oh, hopefully high, enjoy high praise indeed let's have a listen that's Lads, there you have it. That's Myru. That's Rich B's choice. Track is Perihelion. Tim, let's go to you first on that one. Yeah, I really uh, like the uh, like the song. Um, well, uh, especially the, the song before. Uh, I really like the drums, and in this one, mm. I really in this song, I really like the bass sound. Mm. You can really hear, and it's re also the, the the production is of the sound. For, uh, I think it's very great. It's very mm. thick. And the bass is really in there, and uh, I really like that. Um, yeah, it has a nice build-up with uh, exploding heavier part, and then goes mellow again, mm -hmm. again, and then explodes again up until the end. Yeah, yeah, found it very interesting. Yeah, great song. And you can hear from the beginning and in the in the 
the way they play and, and the sound, um, this is going to be quality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Was the first that I, uh, my impression of this, this is going to be quality. Somehow you 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 have that impression like uh, immediately. So cool. Very good, very good. Rich B. Yeah, um, I agree with Tim. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I will back up what I've just said before we heard the track. It's probably as powerful and majestic as post-metal crescendo as I've heard all year. Mm. Um, I use the phrase, it's right up my street quite a lot. And this this just hits all of my sweet spots uh, when it eventually kicks off. It's quite a long build, um, about a third of the track, actually, because it's probably six minutes and, you know, the intro's two minutes before it breaks down and then... When it explodes, um, it explodes monumentally for me. Mm. Um, I was listening it through my best pair of headphones the other day, and yeah, I was noddling along quite happily. Um, it's definitely the most post-rock sounding track on the album, which I've spent some time with over the past, well, it's been out for about a month. I think it came out back end of July. Um, and that's obviously why I picked it, because mm. that's kind of the, the you know the post sound that, that I enjoy. Um, the rest of the album is excellent too, but it it's more um, intense doom. There's some sludge in there. Um, there's there's two or three atmospheric ambient tracks lasting for a minute okay. or so. So you know there's a lot of variety, um, but they are a talented band. And again, I agree with Tim. From the moment this particular track begins, you know you're in for a treat. Um, which for a band that are only on this is their debut album and I think they've released two EPs previously and they're only what four years in maybe five this sounds like a band far further into their career yeah. for me than um, than a couple or three releases so sure. yeah well um, put Rich yeah. yeah for a debut full length it's hugely impressive the quality actually of music coming through at the moment you, you mentioned four or five years like I mean where bands have got to know with their sound, is it technology is helping or what? I don't know, but man, they're hitting it big time, aren't they? Bands lately, like it's it's yeah, quality is definitely being released as quality material. Rich M, do you want to add to that? Actually, that one. I think the other two guys have covered most of the, mm. the points. I was I was going to write really is it's definitely not a song you need to let grow on you. It does like the, the guys have said straight away. Mm. It hits you that this is this is something really good and worth listening to. The build on it, the crescendos on it, really well done. Um, Tim mentioned the, the production. The production's really good on this this track. I really enjoyed it. Um, I like the sort of doomy guitars in it. So mm. for, for me, again, it's it's got everything. And, and like Rich, I've listened to the rest of the album, and mm. the tracks are quite varied. There's quite a lot of different stuff in there, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'll be looking forward to hearing more from these. Yeah, like that intro, lads, just very briefly, that intro you mentioned is long. But there, as you mentioned, off air we spoke, there's an atmosphere within it, isn't there? There's something keeping you there. Some bands could play a two or three minute intro and, and lose you. And and yeah. you just don't go any further. But there's something yeah. something there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Agreed. Brilliant. Fantastic. Right, there you go. That's my roof. Perihelion from the album Sol Cultus, hailing from Liverpool. Brilliant, that's great stuff. Tim is next choice. Tim, do you want to introduce your track? Yeah, for this, uh, this week... Uh... I thought let's go for something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, other other than uh, all the 
black metal mayhem uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my input uh, last time uh, with none so um, which went maybe... which went down well Tim by the way yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah that was very very cool um, something uh, completely different melodic uh, hardcore uh, as friends uh, uh, rust um, and the song is uh, no gods so masters uh, uh, sorry, no gods, no some masters. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's it. Let's give it a spin, so Tim, and see what we think of it. As friends, Rust, uh, No God, Some Masters, these guys hail from Gainesville, Florida. Melodic punk, hardcore, not my scene usually, like, but I really, really dig that track. I love the atmosphere. I love that bass line, Tim, through that track is fucking class. Yeah. It really is. When it opened up, I immediately thought Billy Talent because my I'm limited when it comes to this style of music. But I went through a phase of Billy Talent for maybe two years where I obsessed over them so I, I hear the same guitar tone uh, in, in these guys riffs but the vocals I love the vocals they're a real surprise to me that gritty gritty gravelly vocal which I wasn't expecting after hearing the riff I was expecting a clean vocal so I love the track not my usual go to stuff but again it's quality quality release yeah Rich M what do you think yeah I, I enjoyed it as well I, I've not listened to much melodic hardcore if I'm honest hmm. but this was really catchy um, it sort of got into you so without realising it, you sat there and you know, <laughs> in with the rhythm of it. And again, the vocals were great. Yeah. Um, the guitar sound was was really really good. Um, yeah, I, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I couldn't quite put my finger on who it reminded me of. A few bands 
went through my head, but none of them really mm. stuck. But yeah, I, I did enjoy this. That's a good thing, uh, Rich, isn't it? If you don't immediately compare a band to a band, do they bring it's something exactly unique? Yeah, standing on its own already. But yeah, mm. no, I I enjoyed this. Tim, have the fine have the fine word. Yeah, what I like, uh, 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 like you said, uh, I like like the vocals also, and in this uh, this song, but on this band, he really sings more, sometimes more uh, aggressive, uh, and and combined with melody. Mm. Um, but his other band, and maybe that's something Rich B also likes, is more uh, Damien Dunn, and he released also an album this year, and it's more uh, post punk wave okay. sound, and there he has a much more warmer. Uh, uh, tone mm. um, in his singing, and I really like uh, his, his his vocals. And in uh, this song, I really like also a bit, a bit the, the the irony in the lyrics. Right, yeah. we want to save the world, but mm. only nine to five. Uh, that, that, you know, <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> a little bit sarcastic, sarcastic. You know, I like uh, it. I like you know, it. I like the pun uh, in that, or the yeah, maybe the critic. Yeah, yeah, I like um, it. So. It, it's uh, it's not that I play this every every day, you know. It's you know, that's what uh, I was going to ask Tim. How did you pick this track? How how did this come out of all the music well, that you listen to? I I followed this band a couple of years now, so through, right. uh, some songs I heard, but um, uh, and and then I uh, listened to the Damien Dunn album, mm. and for for this review, uh, I only uh, made the combination uh, the link that this is the same singer. <laughs> I found All it right. simple, and I looked it up, and it's, oh, it's the same. It's the same singer, but he uses okay. the vocals, really different. So, yeah, uh, therefore, I think uh, I'm gonna follow this band more, some more. This, mm. uh, the new album is coming out, I think, next next month. Excellent, excellent uh, stuff. So, I'm curious. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely interesting. When you know, it's nice to mix things up. You know, you can get swamped into the, the this poor scene and all that, and you can tend to go down one fucking passageway and yeah. knock them out of it for months. And this is what this show is all about. Throwing there are many fresh rabbit music. holes. What's and I've been down a few. Yes, indeed. We all have. <laughs> yeah. Some people have yet to come out of the first one, but anyway, we're we're all good. <laughs> okay, last that's that track. That was Tim's Choice, of course. That was As Friends Rust. No God, some masters. Um lads. Thumbs up all around again, I think. Yeah. Right, we'll move swiftly along. Uh, next track, these guys got in contact with me as well, maybe about two weeks ago. Obsidian Tide is the name of the band. Halo Crusher is the track, and it's coming from their album, The Grand Crescendo, which is going to, which was released, sorry, lads, was released two days ago, the 29th of September. Hailing from Israel, Tel Aviv, founded back in 2012. We'll keep all the rest of the information to after the track. Have a listen.
right, guys. So there you have it. And a uh, slip of the tongue there before we came on. This track is the 29th of September, which hasn't happened yet. I haven't traveled in time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a month away, roughly four weeks away. As I said, Obsidian Tide, Halo Crusher is a track from the album The Grand Crescendo, hailing from Tel Aviv. Lads, these guys were founded in 2012 and they've been around for a bit, I suppose. And I think this is straight up progressive death metal. Would I be right in saying that, Rich B? Would you agree? Uh, yes, I think that was the description uh, that I found on their Bandcamp page. And mm. probably without looking at that is how I would have described it myself. It's certainly a combination of the two things. It's almost yeah. prog rock melded yeah. with death metal. Yes. Um, yeah. I found the opening a bit chaotic and I was thinking this is going to lose me straight away. And then it opens out at around 40 seconds into sort of something quite progressive with mm. a nice guitar lead. And I thought, okay, I can get along with this. <laughs> I was not at all expecting the really clean, almost folk-like vocals mm. that came in, um, especially with a title like Halo Crusher yeah. and a band title, band name, Obsidian Tide. Mm -hmm. I was expecting full-on death or, yeah. or, or certainly you know, a, a heavier sound than those vocals were giving. And then the harsh vocals... <laughs> surprised me on top of that and the combination kind of the contrast between the two vocals kind of works at that point but in isolation mm. they just sound not right for this track i don't well maybe the harsher vocals yeah. do um that's interesting rich because i said the same thing here on my notes mm -hmm. i could do without the clean vocal it's not for me it's, it's just 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 too clean altogether yeah for the style of music that it is I love the harsher growl, but when the two of them come together and contrast, as you said, they mix well. Mm. You know, especially I, when. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's we've mentioned Opeth, which is a band that I'm ashamed to say I'm not familiar with. But you know, as I've said before, I've come from a very different mm. route to this chair. Um, so personally, it's the biggest contrast i've heard between progressive rock and death metal in the same song okay which apparently is something that opeth are the past masters at um i would say i'd go and immediately seek their music out but based on this track i'm not sure i would um mm. i'm not sure it entirely hangs together um i'd have to hear the rest of the album yeah to understand where this track is in relation to the to the rest of their music on the record mm. um but yeah to me it sounds quite original um but then you know you three depends, might list a whole load of bands that yeah. yeah there's no denying like the influence here of opet it's it's all right. over the tracks right from the the phrasing the change in vocals the soft acoustic doodling that brings you back into those heavy riffs then again you know it's I won't say it's copy and paste or pet, mm -hmm. but it definitely reads from the from their their hymn sheets, you know, which yeah. isn't a bad thing if if that's your style and that's what you're into musically. Obsidian Tide. If you're not a fan of Opeth, this album is for you because it's it's the same. It's the same stuff, really. It it's played well. Again, take away that clean vocal. I just think it just needs to be a little bit nastier. But other than that, I I, I actually still like the song. I like when bands bring in different instruments and I love that amorphous Tales from the Thousand Lakes sound. But I, I don't even know what instrument it actually is. I could be just synths, but it just brings another dimension to the track, which I really enjoyed. 
So yeah, these guys aren't afraid to experiment with their own sound, but they are pigeonholing themselves definitely within that progressive death metal genre. And especially with the old pet tag, I don't think they'll shake that off for a while unless they change something drastically. But lads, I enjoy the track. Thanks for sending it to us and um, hope we're constructive and helpful in our our um, re review of it. Anyone else add to that track, lads? No? No. no? All good? Yeah. All set. Yeah. Brilliant. There you go. So that's Obsidian Tide, Halo Crusher, the Grand Crescendo on the 29th of September. Hailing from Israel, lads. Um, which hasn't happened yet. Which hasn't happened yet. And as we wish you all the best with that release, okay? Last track for the evening. I'm going to leave introduction to Rich and himself. It's his track. And um, take it away, Rich. Yeah, the last track is from a band called Dead Neanderthals, who are Dutch, who've been around for a long, long time. Um, but this is uh, the second thing that they've done with uh, Scott Hendrick from Skeleton Witch, the guitarist. Um, they did a, an album called Ghosts in 2019. This is from Spectres, which has been out since the beginning of August. Mm -hmm. And this is a track called Necrology. Rest off, let's have a listen. Right, as there you have it. That is Dead Neanderthals, and the song is Necrology. It's nearly 18 minutes long. Powerful track, lads. I'll let Tim kick us off on this one. Tim, work away. Let's start with the Dutchie, right? If, if they <laughs> Dutch, it, ain't, it ain't much, right? <laughs> but I have to, I have to uh, honestly say, I, I never saw them live yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really hope... Uh, to see them uh, once uh, at Soul Crusher Festival or Samhain here in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, I find a very, very cool song, very interesting. Uh, I love it when when uh, songs uh, has a have a duration of 17, 17 minutes <laughs> and plus. Um, I really love the repetitive pattern, you know, the drone-like yeah. yeah. um, sound and rhythm in it and, and, and the almost jazzy drums drum drum pattern on underneath it and with little rhythm changes during the 17 minutes or 18 minutes yeah and it's got a lot of layers 
they're, they're subtle, aren't they? Those changes, those pattern changes, you said, are very subtle. Very subtle, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I've, I think uh, uh, I listened to the song four times mm-hmm. in total, not after <laughs> each other, but in total. So, and each time you hear a, a different little layer or different, yeah, something extra that you, you discover and in in that wall of sound almost. So, uh, but I think, yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, Great stuff, brilliant. Yeah. Nice. Great, eh? yep. Rich B. Yeah, I mean, according to what I've read and what Rich M has told me, these guys are meant to be a two-piece. Um, and it sounds as if there's about four people playing the drums for a start. So um, I'm not sure how that works. Um, it's 17 minutes and 51 seconds of head-spinning psych for me, um, which I'm a big fan of. It's the sort that requires 100% commitment, a darkened room, uh, a good pair of headphones, Um close your eyes. You've got to be in the right frame of mind. Um, it's a sort of sonic experimentation that I fell in love with in the sort of late eighties where bands like loop spacemen three, the telescopes were, um, sort of taking guitars and, you know, feedbacking them and then melding that feedback into something like this. Um, it's a bit more rhythmic than the sort of stuff those guys were doing, but it, it did remind me of that sort of 80s psych revolution that happened, which mm. um, obviously influenced a lot of bands um, that I enjoy these days. But I think the, these guys are heading for a, a deeper, darker part of the cosmos um, where uh, where Loop and the likes remained relatively earthbound because within Loop's output, you could kind of pick out a song at least, and I wouldn't certainly describe this as a song or even a track. It's it's a passage or a drone or or something. But I really enjoyed it. I don't think it needs to be 18 minutes because there's not a lot of variation in the sonic dynamics throughout. Mm. There's a little bit at the end, which I enjoyed. But um, maybe there's a radio-friendly version lasting 12 minutes, which uh, which I can get, to, which I can enjoy. But um, yeah, maybe that's the point. Maybe Perfect. it's 18 minutes and that's the point. Yeah. Uh, Rich, uh, yeah, good good for me. I think the 18 minutes is the point because for me, I'd describe it as drone metal and, and drone is meant to drone on for a significant amount of time. Um, I think it's different than a lot of stuff that Dead Neanderthals have done. It's very different than Skeleton Witch, so it's good to see the two come together in something that's um, somewhere in between, I would say. Um, it makes me think of the drone of people like Swans or anybody that does that sort of repetitive, you know, Sono, whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, mm. The other track on the album, because there is a second track on the album, which is even longer than this, actually, it's about 18 minutes 40, is very different. It's a lot more sludgier, doomier type of track. So it's not like there's two similar mm. drone on the album um, so I'd say, say check that one out as well but, and how, yeah. how would you compare those two tracks Rich if you were to put them back to back which would be a favourite I would say this one which is why why I, I picked it but they mm. are very different um, it would depend what you're doing and, and, and what mood you're in I mean for, for me music can be a mood because I listen to so many different genres so, so those two tracks are that different you're saying so that yeah I, I, I think so to, mm. to me they are anyway Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the this was just something very different to to, to throw into a review. Brilliant. 
it isn't going to get much radio airplay. I don't think that's what they're after. <laughs> um, but so it's uh, not background music, is it? Really, it's not. Uh, it's not music to do the ironing to. Maybe it is. <laughs> well, not maybe not, for some. Like, not in anyone else's some, house, right? apart from possibly yours, Rich. Mate. How does this music relay on a, on a live situation? I wondered. In well, they they've never played live. Mm. They were can, because, can, it, can it be played live? I wonder. It does, well, they were going mm. to. They almost played Roadburn off after the Ghosts album, which is another mm. two-track album that they did. But obviously, Dead Neanderthals are in Holland, and um, Skeleton Witch are in Ohio, I think. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 I don't know even know whether they got together to record it. They might have done, but they almost played it in Roadburn, but it didn't happen. Okay. Um, although they have said in interviews that they really, really want to make it happen after this album so i'm sure if if it does come nearby i'd be interested to go and see that and i just uh, can i just raise a point of order can a two track release be regarded as an album despite the fact it's uh 35 minutes does it qualify on length alone it's 40 minutes long rich okay you can't have a 40 minute ep Mm. Oh yeah, I don't know. This this is one for discussion sometime because <laughs> like the rock band 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 uh, and like Goddess and Astronauts Ghost Tapes is only thirty six minutes long. It's an album, you know. So mm. there are know. some there are some hardcore albums that don't reach fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah for the Bell Witch album is one song from eighty five minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> is that an EP? <laughs> that's that's fair. That's a fair point, actually, Tim. I'll on take that, it all back. I forgot about Bell Tim. Witch. Yeah, yeah, on that bombshell. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Look, that's the six tracks for this month. We've had Green Long, Yumura, Myru, As Friends Rust, Obsidian Tide, and Dead Neanderthals. I hope anybody that's listening in goes and checks out these bands at their Bandcamp pages. Uh, even streaming on Spotify, get a bit of a taster for the bands and then just catch them live if they're up in your, in your city. As always, Rich B, Rich M, Tim, lads, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been good fun again. It's been good fun again, as always, yeah. Um, yes. Thanks, guys. Again, any bands listening in and any bands want their music uh, reviewed, don't be afraid to drop it to smashingskullsessions at gmail.com or just get in touch through Instagram or Facebook. That's it till next month. Thank you, everybody. Stay in touch. Cheers. Bye-bye.